Let's look at Roman numeral 2 on that outline. We didn't touch this at all. Okay, the gospel of God is first concerned with the two natures of Christ and the uplifting of Christ's humanity into divinity. And you know, these verses say that Paul was called, I'm looking at Romans 1, 1 through 4, they're just right underneath that Roman numeral 2a1. Paul, a slave of Christ Jesus, a called apostle, separated unto the gospel of God. Verse 2 is a, uh, is, a, is a subordinate clause, so you could go straight to 3. The gospel of God is concerning His Son who came out of the seed of David according to the flesh and who was designated the Son of God in power according to the Spirit of holiness out of the resurrection of the dead. This, these two verses show us that Christ was God in the flesh, okay? This is concerning His Son, and His Son, the Son of God, came out of the seed of David, and when He came out of the seed of David, it was like a, it was like a, a you know, on a, on a flow chart. Do they even use flow charts anymore? Do they? Uh, like on a flow chart, you've got a process box, and in comes the only begotten Son of God, and He passes through the seed of David, that was Mary, and He came out how? According to the flesh. So in other words, He came out as flesh. He came out as flesh. He was the only begotten Son of God, but He passed through Mary, and He came out as what? Flesh. He really got Incarnated, He took on the flesh of Mary. <clears throat> but then verse 4 says, who, now this who here, this who in verse 4 is the who from verse 3. Follow me. It's the, it's the only begotten Son of God who took on humanity. Okay? He took on the flesh. And now this one came This one was designated the Son of God in power according to the Spirit of holiness out of the resurrection of the dead. So you had another process box, which was the resurrection of the dead. When this this one who was God in eternity past came coming into time and taking on flesh, when He passed through death and resurrection, He was designated the Son of God in power. And He was what? He was according to the Spirit of holiness. So in other words, listen, His humanity got to be according to divinity. Okay. You know, let's say... Okay, this is Carlos. And, uh, and let's say... Uh, how old are you, Carlos? How long have you been Carlos? 30 years. Okay. Let's say today I say, Carlos, today... I designate you Carlos. You go, what are you talking about? I've been Carlos the whole time. What are, what are you talking about? I've been Carlos the whole time. How could, how could the only begotten Son of God on the day of resurrection be designated the Son of God? How could that happen? Okay, now this, this is a little bit of a complicated point, so you've got to stay with me, okay? Let's look at uh, 
on point, under point two, there is a verse, Acts 13.33. You with me? Can we read that together? Okay, this says, in raising up Jesus. What it, so what day is it? This is the day of resurrection. It says, you are my son, this day I have begotten you. Carlos, today you are Carlos. And what would you say? You're not. I've been Carlos for 30 years. You didn't designate me. My mom and dad designated me Carlos. So what in the world is going on here? Here's two verses that say that somehow the only begotten Son of God was named on a certain day as the Son of God. What happened? Okay, maybe you think, well, here's one solution. He wasn't the Son of God before this point. If I said that, you should pick up some rocks and throw them at me. I just would be a heretic. I, 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 I should go burn at the stake. Not really, but I, you know. So that we know that's not what's going on here, but what's going on here? Two verses say that on a day of resurrection, he was designated, he was called the Son of God. What kind of thing is this? You know, if you flip back to two and look at the verses, the first verse under two, it says, 1 John 4 9, are you with me? God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might have life and live through Him. He sent His only begotten Son. That, now, if I'm going to send you a telegram, if I'm going to send you a, bo- uh, a, a, cho- a box of chocolates in the mail, yeah. I would probably have them before I sent them, right? Yeah. I mean, otherwise it's magic and they just develop in the empty box. But when it says He sent His only begotten Son, what does that mean? He was already? And He was already what? The Son of God. Right? He was already Carlos, right? Okay, now look at the other verse. What's the other verse say? John 17, 5, And now glorify Me along with Yourself, Father, with the glory which I had with You before the world was. What does that mean? You know, if, if if You're My Son and you call me Father, only my Son will call me Father. So so for you to call me Father means you are my Before the world was. Okay, so what, sister, what in the world's going on? What is the deal? Huh? Yeah, but why on the day of resurrection is He called the firstborn Son? Okay, let me just answer. (laughs) Okay, remember, verse 3, verse 3 says that he went through the seed of David, which is Mary. When he was coming into it, what was he? He was only begotten. Okay? Now, when he came out, he was what? He was Jesus Christ. He was Jesus. It's the one that God incarnated. And and it says here, 
that this who was designated. Designated. This who was designated the Son of God out of the resurrection of the dead. So there's another box, and that's the resurrection. This who passed through this box, and when he came out the other end, he was Son of God. He was dual natures, right? He was dual natured. He was divine and human, right? In his divinity, he was always what? But in his humanity, he was son of man. I don't know if you've ever realized this, but while he was on earth before he was crucified, his divinity was fully God but His humanity was only man. But by His death and resurrection, what happened? He got designated as the Son of God. He got designated. Brothers and sisters, what is this called? This is called the Gospel of God. This is called the Gospel of God. Let me read you the verses. You know, I was talking to a brother today and I said, you know how to understand the Bible? You've got to read the Bible. Okay? It says that he was, sep- verse 1, he was separated unto the gospel of God, which is concerning his son who came out of the seed of David and got fully humanized. He was divine, but he was fully human. That package then went through another process of death and resurrection. And on the day of resurrection, God came to Carlos and said, now you're John or something. You know, he gave him, he titled his humanity God also. Something happened. Something happened. His humanity was uplifted into his divinity. And brothers and sisters, this is the gospel of God. This is, you know what gospel means? It means good news. Do you know what this means, brothers and sisters? One day, we will be the sons of God in complete conformity to Him. The Bible says we will be just like Him. You know, it doesn't mean we'll kind of look like Him and, you know, we'll basically be a bunch of ragnots, but... You know, it'll be kind of, you know. No, you'll be just like Him. You'll be fully... The Bible says you're going to be fully conformed to the image of His Son. You are going to be sun-eyed. This is good news. Brother, brother Jose, one day you and I will drive in the New Jerusalem and we'll be deified. Driving in a deified way. And... Uh, my wife and your wife won't have to talk to us about what we eat and uh, what you need to clean. We'll be fully, we're going to be deified. Brothers and sisters, this is, good, this is good news. This is the gospel of God. Is this the God? The Bible says. I didn't make this up. The Bible says this is the gospel of God. Do you realize, brothers and sisters, on your chart... Okay, right at the beginning of sinners, 
The first thing out of the hat is what? It describes what the gospel of God is. That is the deification of the sons of God. That is that, that men, by God's mercy and by God's grace, don't, you, you know, some people think to be a Christian is you turn over a leaf. I've told you this before. That's, you know, turning over leaves, that's how you make compost. You know, that's, that's, not, that's not what the Christian life is about. That's how you make compost. You, you go, you put leaves in a barrel, you water them, and then you turn them over and let them rot. It has nothing to do with the gospel of God. Turning over leaf is not what this is about. Being a good person is not what this is about. This is about the very Son of God getting into you and conforming you to His image. By God's mercy, He got in. By His grace, He's going to see us through till the end, till we are fully conformed to the image of the Son of God. Do you realize that chapter 1, verse 1, begins with the word, the gospel of God, and then it says, which is concerning His Son, who took on humanity, and then His humanity got got uh, called the Son of God. One day, Brother Carlos, God is going to look at you and He's going to say, Son of God. Today, Son of God. That's what He's going to do. Okay, now, do you know what's at the end of the individual section? Now remember, chapters 9 through 11 actually go at the beginning. So the end of the individual section is Romans 8. So if you turn with me, to Romans, uh, I thought I had it in here, Romans 8, oh no, yeah, okay, hold on, do I have Romans 8 in there somewhere? To what? No, 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 Okay. Oh, there, there it is, there it is, there it is, yeah. Okay, on point five. Point five. Are you with me there? This is two five. You with me, everybody there? And it's Romans 8, 18 and 19. Read with me. For I consider that the suffering of this present time is worthy to be compared with the coming glory to be revealed upon us. For the anxious watching of the creation is what is the revelation of the sons of God? It's the designation of the sons of God. It's the exact same thing that happened to Christ in resurrection. It this this section on the individual side of the Christian life begins with telling us what the gospel of God is all about. It dangles that carrot in front of us. By the time you get to Romans 8, it says that we are going to be revealed as the sons of God. You know, Christ came up out of the dead and His body was transfigured and that was His designation. His transfigured body designated Him Son of God. It wasn't like somebody said, you know, uh, you, you know, like you go to the police academy, and then I say, today you're a policeman. Nothing organic happened. But it was what happened intrinsically in him as he was in death and as he rose in resurrection. What came up in resurrection? 
His divinity refused to stay in the grave. And it came up and it brought with it His body, and His body was invaded by His divinity. And He became, in actuality, Son of God. Brothers, we are not going to be kind of like a Son of God, but not really. We are going to be the real deal. He said He will be the firstborn, Romans 8.29. He will be the firstborn among many brothers. That's Romans 8.29. That's at the end of the section on the individual Christian life. Isn't that great? It's the Gospel of God. He's bringing us to glory. Hebrews 2.10 It was fitting for Him to bring many sons into glory. It was fitting for Him to bring all the brothers, to bring the many brothers into glory. Okay? Uh, Okay, let's read... Uh, let's read. Let's read point three together. Point four. Can we do that? In resurrection. Four. Isn't that great? Marvelous. Okay, let me just... You know, he said in Matthew 26, 63 to 64, this is great. This is awesome. (laughs) You know, he was being... being, uh, On the day, on the night he was betrayed and he was taken to the high priest. And the high priest was was, uh, uh, questioning him. And the high priest said... Jesus remained silent and the high priest said to him, I charge you to swear by the living God to tell us if you are the Christ, the Son of God. I charge you to tell. Are you the Son of God? Jesus said to him, you have said rightly. You know, this, this phrase, you have said rightly, is a kind of, it's a kind of an, an expression that means, of course. It's like saying, duh. <laughs> duh. Am I the Son of God? Duh. I've done all these things. I walk on water. Am I not the Son of God? Duh. Duh. You know what he said? He said, Jesus said to him, you have said rightly, nevertheless, I say to you. He said, that's nothing. You should You know that. You know I'm the Son of God. No, who can do all these things I did? Of course I'm the Son of God. That's the Son of God is the only begotten. But he said, Nevertheless, I say to you, let me tell you what's really important about what's going on here, boys. What is really important about what's going on here is, is, nevertheless, I say to you, from now on, you will see the Son of Man. I want to tell you, I want to tell you what's really, of course I'm the Son of God. What are you, blind? Of course I'm the Son of God. But let me tell you, nevertheless you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power. Hallelujah. What did they do? They ripped their hair out. They read their clothes. What are you saying? He's, he, was, he was telling them, what you all are involved in, you don't realize, what you're all involved in is deifying my humanity. Go right ahead. 
bring it on. Because, because when you put me in the ground, I'm going to come up. And when I come up, when I'm going to come up, the first God-man will exist on this earth. The real deal God-man will exist on this earth. You know, up until that time, He was a God-man because of dual natures. But listen, His humanity did not have divinity. Just like us. For, for 20 years, you know, I remember the day I prayed to receive the Lord. Before that point, no divinity in me. After that point, I got divinity in me. In His resurrection, His, huma- his humanity was invaded by His divinity. He said, he said, I want to tell you something. The Son of Man, you're going to see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of power. And then later, after His ascension, Philip was being stoned and he said, Behold, I see the heavens open and the Son of Man. Why didn't he say the Son of God? I see the Son of Man. He's standing at the throne. Isn't that great? Brothers and sisters, do you realize that today, on the throne of the universe, controlling, making sure that E equals MC squared works, keeping all the atoms going, keeping everything in orbit. Do you realize that who is doing that is a man? Do you realize he's got hair? Do you realize he's got ears? Do you realize he's got a nose? He's got lips. He's got a tongue. The one that, you know, when they finally get down to the, you know, it says, you know, it says in Colossians that he's the one that holds all the universe together. When they finally smash into the into the, the atom, they're going to see Christ. <laughs> There's going to be a little man in there holding everything together. Today, there's a man in the glory. There's a man in the glory. He's our forerunner. He's our captain. He's the captain. He's the captain of our salvation. What kind of salvation? Pitiful salvation from sin. I'm a pitiful sinner. And now I'm a pitiful saved sinner. And I'm just waiting for the great by and by that I can cross cross the the dark, cold waters of the Jordan and enter into the good land. Forget about it. That's not the kind of salvation. He wants to save us to the uttermost. You with me? I mean, it's too good. This is the gospel of God. Okay. If you you turn... I don't know if you've got it. Let me read you out of the recovery version this one footnote. This is Romans 8.19... And this is on that verse we read. I'm sorry if I got a little carried away there. Sorry. But, okay, Romans 8, 19. For the anxious watching of the creation eagerly awaits the revelation of the sons of God. Listen. An unveiling or appearing of something previously covered or hidden. That was the situation with the Lord Jesus too. Although we, the sons of God... Uh, Although we are the sons of God, we are veiled, not yet revealed. At the Lord's second coming, when we will be glorified and our bodies will be fully redeemed, that is transfigured, the veil will be lifted. The creation is eagerly awaiting this. Listen, this 
Revelation will be the consummation of the process of designation that we are passing through. See Romans chapter 1, verse 4. So, I don't know if you appreciate this, brothers and sisters, but this whole section on the individual side, which begins with actually selection in eternity past and runs all the way to our glorification, it begins with what? It begins with the gospel of God, of His, of His being designated the Son of God, and it ends with us being designated the Son of God. This is the good news. This is what's happening to us. Based on that, He says, I beg you, brother, present your bodies a living sacrifice. Okay. Okay. Uh,